It's time to go full speed ahead with Michael Kelly. Each week, we take you inside all the big sports stories at USF from the perspective of the man who oversees the program, Vice President of Athletics, Michael Kelly. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. And thanks for dropping by Full Speed Ahead with Michael Kelly. And boy, if you drop by the Yingling Center, as we talked about last week, first of all, you must have gotten there early. I think everybody got that memo pretty well because... National television had the cameras rolling right at noon, and it was filled. Obviously, we're going to talk a ton about the game, but also the turnout. Michael, your opening thoughts on the uh, not just the win, obviously, by the basketball team, but everything around it. Yeah, it was just a tremendous day for the university. Just just really, really uh, special day. I mean, when you think about uh, even though we had a, it was a rainy day and it, it caused the postponement and cancellation of a few of the baseball and softball games which would have made it an even more incredible day on campus but uh, it made for perfect basketball weather and that means everybody could head into the yangling center and and patrons heeded to uh, uh, the suggestion to come early uh, our i thought the yangling center uh, prepared well and, and and were well staffed and it made for a magical day i mean as, as they're even opening the doors 15 minutes earlier than we said we would mm. students were already in line pouring in they were loud from the moment they got in you kind of feel that buzz from the moment the doors open with the music the energy the way the band was getting everything going and and then to have such a spectacular performance by the team to uh, beat uh, obviously a very very good fau uh, program so uh just magical uh, first sellout the biggest crowd at Yangling Center, the first sellout at, of the Yangling Center since uh, since uh, 2001. Uh, honored to be uh, an employee at USF for both of those uh-huh. to uh, be able to compare and, and contrast. And what I think was so special about this week's game was just the fact that uh, when we played Florida, great crowd, probably a pretty split crowd. Right. Uh, but for this one to be, I'd say, 98% uh, uh, Bulls fans and Bull pride and, and people just really excited about this program, it was really, really fun to see. Obviously, we're going to get uh, to the fan part of it. Uh, I'm talking about you being a fan watching the game, and me too. Uh, but you said about everybody getting the place ready. Uh, we had the women's basketball game on Saturday night, and they were already, uh, I'm guessing people on a volunteer basis to some degree, uh, putting all those uh, replicas on the chairs and getting every single seat in that arena. It was ready to go on Saturday night. So uh, this was uh, a different situation. I know there's a lot of preparation, a lot of behind-the-scenes work, but to, to have something like that get prepared the night before for a basketball game is a little unusual, but uh, had to be done. Yeah, I want to put uh, give a lot of thanks to everyone involved at uh, with the Phoenix Sports Group at, at Yangling Center getting things ready, and, and obviously a great shout-out to our event management, our uh, and our marketing external team from top to bottom to really coordinate, plan out, find ways to coordinate and match what the team wanted to wear that day with what we gave away, with the replica jerseys, with what we ended up ordering uh, to, to have T-shirts in, in place for so many of the, you know, over 5,000 fans. And you're right, after a, a women's game that we were able to play on Saturday night, 9 o'clock at night, you know, uh, dozens of staff members, band members, Sundolls, cheerleaders, all, all there for a couple hours to get all the pom-poms, all the uh, light sticks, all the T-shirts, all perfectly uh, laid out and assembled. And um, I was able to be there and be a part of that and just to see hundreds of people working together to make a, a special moment for uh, for our fans was, was heartwarming and fun to see behind the scenes. And, man, it sure did, sure did pay off. Because when you experienced it or if you watch it on TV, um, it looked great. 
I mean, people all over the country, whether it would be journalists, whether it be fans just watching, they know that was a big-time atmosphere. It was a big-time game of two great teams, and we were fortunate to come on, on the right end of the, uh, of the ledger on that and, and continue our, uh, our pursuit of a regular season championship. We uh, recorded the coaches show segments uh, earlier on Monday, and one of the things that I don't think Amir would mind me sharing that he shared with me off the air is how many texts he was getting from all over the country from people saying how incredible the place looked and how loud it sounded. And so uh, take people that didn't get to experience and only watched it on TV, uh, how exactly that em environment carried over in real life. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it was just incredible <laughs> uh, to, to have that to have that continue. And again, it's all about the engagement that uh, goes not only in the employees and the workers and the students help that goes into it, but the way Coach and and all of his uh, team uh, has has engaged the the student body. Uh, it's a genuine relationship, and they knew, they knew what to expect. It kind of made that atmosphere that much more special. It really was. And then the game began, and this for me the main concern was that the nation wouldn't get to see what this team's all about. Uh, that maybe the shots, like they've been falling so, especially from the three-point line so often uh, and so brilliantly and spectacularly in conference play, uh, this would be the one day where they'd have a bad day. Well, they didn't. And uh, But it's one thing to you know say, hey, Chris Youngman's been doing that. Selton Miguel's been doing that. Our guards, Brandon Stroud, everybody up and down the lineup. Give your thoughts on, on those guys performing in that situation because – that was the first time, really, and they've been talking about it, the target, the arrow. We had a little bit of both in this situation because FAU is usually the target, but I think the Bulls felt that pressure to prove it to the country what they are, and they did it. I thought it was just a spectacular performance. It really was. They, they were ready for it. I mean, just in the first minute or two, maybe the energy is so amped up that uh, we missed a, a few ones, but by the time we got to the 18-minute mark, certainly led by Chris Youngblood, people started uh, knocking them down, getting good <laughs> shots, good ball movement. And it was really, really special. And, and you're right, that's a unique environment. We're fortunate to have some, uh, while, while some veteran players, maybe they're somewhat new to us, but they have played in some big games before. That's true. Um, but like both Coach Abdurrahim and Coach Golish like to say, hey, through practice and through pre preparation, you, you, you earn the right to be confident when the moment means the most. And, and uh, you know, that, that was a great example uh, yesterday that, uh, you know, is, is the moment too big? Uh, and are you ready for the moment? And as it relates to yesterday, the, the, the team met that met that moment and obviously uh, had a tremendous victory. So now, I told you about him getting responses from around the country. Have you been getting, again, we talked about in the past, the, the hype, the build, but now it's at that moment where I'm sure we're getting a lot of national attention. And I was with, uh, I mentioned the basketball team today, essentially fielding a lot of more national media requests. It, 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 it's a pretty good thing to be a part of. Yeah, with success comes uh, more opportunity, right? And 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 that's that's great. And when you see uh, a national television broadcast hit us with ESPN, uh, that's because of the team's performance. It's because of the atmosphere that's generated. It's also, as we've talked about before, because of the really the broadcast uh, capabilities of our Bulls broadcasting division that that puts forth a great broadcast that can actually make it convenient uh, for ESPN to, to, to host games uh, at Yangling Center. So that's all part of it. Uh, but then then when you come back and, and look at, uh, um, you know, just just the momentum that's going on at, at USF overall and, and to come off the, uh, you know, successful seasons in volleyball and women's soccer, and then you kind of go into a, obviously a great close and a, and a huge bowl victory for, for USF football. And then you go with the rendering release of the, 
stadium and all the preparation that's getting done for the design work on that. And now you complement it with uh, uh, with the basketball season on the men's side that's uh, currently in first place. And <laughs> and while uh, while not not in first place on the women's side, still um, you know still the ability to to be in a position to challenge for that conference tournament championship. So just a great great winner. Uh, momentum, uh, you know, just kind of breeds success, and you can kind of feel that in the in the community and feel that in the department. And it's you, you see it uh, permeating through golf. You see tennis getting some big wins, and obviously softball's gotten off some some good wins as well. So, you know, we're trying to create a, a full blown successful team USF concept, and hmm. hoping our fans are enjoying the ride right now, and that we can keep uh, keep the momentum going. That's a great point about everybody feeling the success and rubbing off and also having their own success. And you mentioned several teams, uh, men's golf got a, t a great start this spring. Um, you mentioned softball, we'll get more on to them in the second. Uh, you also mentioned the engagement. And I know a lot of people, more than 100,000 last time I checked, saw the video of Coach Abdurrahim like two hours before game time walking out and, and just hyping up the crowd, not that it needed to. But... I know that he didn't do that as a photo op or a camera op. He just asked Lee Butler, hey, where are they? What's the situation? What's the timeline? I want to go out and say hi. Uh, didn't care about the fact that it was raining. I think it's worth pointing out that he wasn't doing that, you know, just for the camera time. He, that's who he is. Absolutely. Real, authentic relationships, real, authentic connectedness. That's what we've been preaching with all our sports. That's what you see with uh, Coach Golish, and that's what you're seeing with uh, Abdurra. Raheem as well, and that uh, hey, he promised that at his press conference. You'll remember it was like we we're going to be the most connected team, not just with each other, not just with our coaching staff, but with our uh, full-blown athletic department staff, our campus community, and ultimately with the Tampa Bay community. And wow, when you when you set records for Yangling Center uh, crowds and the biggest one in the 50-plus year history of of USF athletics uh, or USF men's basketball, rather, hey, that speaks speaks volumes. And it's only the first year, first three quarters of his first year. And I got to tell you that there, there's not a bad seat in that house. I saw people, uh, first of all, it looks great when it's filled, obviously, but I saw people uh, shooting videos at the end of the game. Uh, there's no bad seat. And to be a part of that, when you've got a crowd like that, I don't know, it's almost cool to be sitting up there. And of course the student section is unbelievable. Uh, I want people to know, of course, they have a game first Wednesday on the road in San Antonio, but uh, it's not the quote unquote big name but SMU is right there uh, as far as the computer ranks go and that's an area where the Bulls you know can keep boosting things they keep winning uh, just as important in another national televised game that's coming up Sunday against SMU right that's right another national TV game and uh, you know it was interesting when we had sold out in the middle of last week that it, it, it spurred so many uh, other calls to say can I still get in can I still get in we honestly couldn't help folks uh, and that's a good position to be in but the I started stressing then, and I'm still stressing now. Hey, but this Sunday's not yet sold out. Don't be left out again this time because it's tracking that way, and and wow. uh, we want we want the same kind of atmosphere to be there again this Sunday because, as you said, S uh, SMU has only got three losses in the conference play. Uh, they actually play FAU this week, so that's going to be a big, big battle. But when you look at those net rankings, which is something we need to continue to improve upon, uh, as of this morning's count, SMU is at number 34. So a huge opportunity for us to get some some major points and uh, and beat a very, very good team as we try to, again, keep challenging for that regular season title to position ourselves as best we can in the conference tournament at Fort Worth. But this is a big game. Make no mistake about it. And, and uh, we could do a lot for our uh, portfolio to, to, to get a victory at, at SMU. So we need every single person there to give us that same energy.
as someone who knows a little bit about the inner workings of uh, various NCAA selection committees, can you tell me, A, do they look at stuff besides the net? <laughs> and B, it, can you do something about the net? I just I disagree with it so much. No. Is the net not watching the games? <laughs> <laughs> that is very hard to understand. I, I, and they do stress, obviously, uh, there has to be within reason on, on some sort of level that you have to be, and I'm sure, as a committee member. But it is not the be-all, end-all. Otherwise, they wouldn't need a committee, right? That's they a good point. Just go off the, off the point. So, uh, you know, a lot of things will, will depend, and we need people that we've beaten or played well against before to uh, – uh, to continue on to, to to do well, we need to do our part. But um, it's not to be all end all. But it is, you know, there's 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 stratas of things I'm sure they have to consider. And and then, but but to have the the February and January that we've already had uh, right. certainly speaks volumes. And uh, you know, we were once two and four, and now we're where we are now. So we've played extremely good basketball for two and a half months. That shows consistency. That shows uh, uh, obviously great aptitude. And and uh, you know, so we're we're. Uh, we're excited about it and ready for it. I mean, hey, think about it. I mean, we had a, you know, Florida State was a was a big win. Loyola, uh, between FAU and Loyola, they're both teams that have gone to the Final Four in recent years that we've got victories over. We, uh, uh, people talk about some of our early losses, uh, but, you know, um, UMass is uh, in the top half of the A-10. Uh, Loyola's at the very top of the A-10 that we beat. Um, so there's some there's some good things to point toward, and and, and obviously Florida State, uh, you know, certainly in the top half of the ACC. So lots of uh, good quality wins there, and and we need to uh, keep keep uh, moving forward in these last couple of weeks. Keep racking them up is what I say, that's for sure. Uh, and we talk about quality opponents. Let's uh, mention uh, again we talked about Sunday in the basketball, but I want people to know about what's going on with softball on Thursday. But first, uh, definitely wanted to mention learning of the passing of Alexis Buckman, of course, former member of the softball team and still very much in their hearts and uh, up until recently very much a part of the team, still passed away from brain cancer. And on Thursday and seeing the team, you knew it was going to be a slow start. It just had to be. But the way you could just feel, and sometimes in sports, you can't catch this from afar. You, you have to be there to really feel it. You just knew they were going to win those games. They had things that I hadn't seen happened in the Bulls' favor in years. Uh, but uh, it was a special week in, in, in a course of a little bit of a mixed way for Ken Erickson's team. Yeah, we, we all uh, you know are deeply affected by the loss of uh, Alexis Buckman, but choose to obviously celebrate the life she led, the impact she had on so many, and, and certainly the way she fought a brave battle against uh, against cancer but uh, she's very loved by her teammates by her everyone here in the athletic department and obviously the coaching staff and her family's been very good to us and vice versa and, and we're just saddened by the uh, by the by the loss and but you know when that happened it was uh, uh, I thought it was a very uh, appropriate honor of, of her that day at the stadium it was very uh, uh, focused and as you said the team the team kind of rallied around that and, and pulled off two two victories early in that uh, you know that day or certainly early in that weekend. So it was uh, yeah uh, apropos that that would happen. But uh, again, appreciate you mentioning that. We're we're very saddened by it and certainly look forward to honoring her legacy moving forward by uh, by being the uh, young young women leaders that uh, she helped. Uh, helped inspire that will follow her and, and obviously with great softball players as well that uh, we continue to have a great program here at USF. And I would also ask everybody to seek out uh, the video that they put out, the USF softball uh, of Georgina Corrick's basically on-air tribute to her from last Thursday. It was most, it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. And uh, her 
voice barely made it through, and mine would not have. Uh, it was. <laughs> she is, by the way, Georgina, an incredible broadcaster, and so anything she says, I'm paying attention to. But that really struck me. So seek that out if you can. Uh, she will be on the TV call, I'm sure, as I will be on the radio call. And uh, already we've seen some big-time opponents pass through the softball complex, but on one day, Thursday, uh, Washington and Oklahoma State, both in the top ten, both in the College World Series, it is here, and I'm sure there's a buzz around that portion of the complex. Uh, I mean, is that huge or what? Uh, that's why we do these tournaments, and to have that caliber of uh, softball programs coming to USF Softball Stadium is, is just tremendous. So a huge opportunity for the Bulls taking on both those teams. I mean, currently, as you said, both in the World Series, but uh, in recent, you know, last year, but then to have both of them still in the top six right now is uh, <laughs> tremendous. So uh, I encourage uh, all of the young uh, softball players out there to come out and watch them. And obviously our Bulls Nation to come and, and see us battle against the very, very best. And obviously it's going to do a great thing to sharpen our strength of schedule and give us a chance to beat one of the nation's uh, elite. And we've been known to, to do that. And uh, what a huge opportunity. Yeah, the, uh, it's it's fantastic. Get out there if you can. They'll be there all weekend long. Hopefully the weather holds up. Baseball had to move things around uh, this week. Played two really strong opponents in UConn and Indiana State. They're back at home this week. So, uh, I, as again, send it out if you want to close it out here with a final thought on what's going on. We, we touched on everything, but uh, the men's basketball program. And uh, encourage, I guess, people that maybe – just noticed on Sunday after the fact, if there are a few of those, to come on, it's not too late. Yeah, that's right. No, I appreciate the, the way to catch up to the, the, on this week's edition of uh, Bulls Speed Ahead, Derek. Lots of great things happen. I just want to you know, encourage Bulls Nation to get out there, soak it all in. So many great events coming up this week. Uh, we're a great entertainment value, obviously, for, for in Tampa Bay sports, but obviously our teams need you. Teams are performing well. And what a special, special opportunity. So get out to those baseball and softball games. Get out to the closure of our women's and men's basketball season. And none better than the big game on Sunday against SMU, where we continue to strive and challenge for a regular season term, a regular season championship in men's basketball. So be there, get your tickets, and go Bulls.